Spider-Man. 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 You are now listening to the My Last Nerve Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, <laughs> good evening. Welcome to my last nerve, the podcast. This is uh, this is Chasen. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? And it's Lashawn. Well, welcome to another episode. Um, yeah, if it sounds like I'm real monotone and in those in the same situation we was in um, the last episode, we we is in the house still. <laughs> Sheltered in place, uh, but niggas are starting to creep out. So, I mean, that's because they technically said that outside was open on Friday. Technically, outside ain't closed. I mean, but the niggas niggas is finna get out. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So, I mean, we here. So, I mean, what? What's been going on? Nothing really, just sheltering in place and chasing still working from home. Kids still doing school work uh virtually. Um nothing else. You know what well, I just, just you chill. you sugar cut sugar coating. I'm 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 about this close to being done. I mean, I'm I'm all for safety, but I'm tired of uh, wearing the damn mask. That mask is uncomfortable because my face, I, I have a regular face, so I don't know if these masks are not built for my type of face, but, you know, it comes right above the nose, the bridge of the nose, and which comes in between my eyes. So it's just uncomfortable, and I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm, that's that's one thing I'm tired of. Um too. I, I, I just don't see myself going too much longer without a haircut. It has officially been um, 58 days since I've last had a haircut. 58. The fact that you counted those days is disturbing. It's not as if um, I've you know, gone day by day counting. I just know the last calendar day in which I had a haircut because that was the last time we actually went out somewhere. Um, and it's, it's it's been that long. So I know if I have to go another 30 days without a haircut, it's just not. Uh, this is not good for anybody's sanity, <laughs> or at least mine. It's not. I mean, I really been enjoying, you know, just yeah. being basic. I have. I mean, I like not having to wear makeup. Um, as long as my teeth continue to stay white and my face continue to stay clear, I feel like I'm good. You know. So that's what I guess because those things that's are the most important. That's because women to have. Me women feel or they're used to having to do more than just being their natural self <laughs> niggas only have their natural self like i i can't go put on makeup to and you know or you know i, I can't i can't put on makeup to make myself look better or f- fix certain things only thing i can do is go get a haircut that's it <laughs> and that's been taken away from that's you that's it i can't put on makeup you know to say oh you know you beat no nigga. If you don't, if I don't have a haircut, I, I, that's it. You know, I could, it, I could put on a whole fresh outfit, head to toe. If I don't have a haircut, you still look stupid. Okay. 
Okay. I mean, I've just been thinking about all the money I've been saving for not getting my nails done, not getting uh, a pedicure, or getting my eyebrows threaded. You know, that stuff adds up on top of, you know, getting braids, maybe getting a wig, maybe getting a sew-in, maybe getting a silk press. So, I'm just really just riding it on out, you know. I got my plaits in my head. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm feeling real cute on a Friday, I undo my plaits and I wear a pineapple. And I'm just feeling extra cute. <laughs> that shit whack. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I mean, it's been good. It's been okay, right? I mean, we've been Netflixing it out in virtual hangouts, you know? I'm sick of them too. Um, That's rude. It is. It is rude. Um, oh my goodness! But anyway, y'all. No, I was off. I was gonna say something, but uh, wait. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So I, I, I think, I think with us, I, you, you really ain't got on my nerves that much. Um, mm. or, or I think you've you've gotten on my nerves, but I think that I've grown. In a way that I'm capable of of handling handling it maturely, to where I don't you know lash out at you after you get on my nerves. Um, I just take it in, and I think I, I think I've grown, um, you know, through this whole process. And that is, you know, I'm okay with being around you. I know some people are not okay with being around their spouse. I think we talked about that previously, but I'm okay with actually being around you. I, I know how to handle. Um, when you are, you know, you know, getting on my nerves, and I, and I think that's one thing you don't know how to do. When I'm getting on your nerves, you just lash out at me, and it's okay. And I think in my growth, I have learned how when you lash out at me, not to retaliate. Wait a minute, this is—it's been a lot. It, this, when did I lash out at you? You haven't gotten on my nerves yet. Nigga, you lash out at me frequently on when? a daily basis. It don't matter if I don't, you know, put something up, put something back. You lash out at me, but it's okay. Just uh, because I don't want to clean up behind my it's, grown, it's, big old grown husband. If you, if we have a, a difference in Ugh. opinion, or if, if I didn't hear you say something and I didn't do something, you, you know, you are gonna lash out. But it's okay. And, <laughs> but I think this is it's just growth because I don't lash back at you at you in retaliation. Um, and I think that's why we've been able to be around each other and I, you know, haven't felt like I need to get out the house and get away from y'all or, you know, anything like that. So I guess if you, you're trying to see this, some of the positive things from this. this that's growth from me mm. now that I think about it. Mm. Well, I'm happy that you're able to uh, navigate through that successfully. And, you should um, be. It's a without, blessing. <laughs> without having me have to get you together um i think it's been fine now i i will say i i don't know about you but i'm at my wits end with these kids and this work that they have to do um because i feel like it's just busy work um but other than that it's okay and i feel like they've been doing a really good job like all in all honestly the kids have been doing a very good job. Now, Carson brings up every other day when coronavirus over, can we do X, Y, Z? When coronavirus over, are you? I, am I going to have a different birthday party? Like, all of that. So, 
Chase really ain't. He really not too worried about it because he uh, he still gets to communicate frequently with his friends. But you know, I'm just sick of the schoolwork. Yeah, that's women folk job. I really ain't been concerned about that schoolwork. Yeah, he really has not been a um, hands-on parent when it comes to that schoolwork. The at teachers all. ain't hands-on. That's what they getting paid for. Yeah, so the only thing he want to know what? is what the report card looked like. He don't. He don't care. He, he don't care about. Hey, that. I, I feel like if your if your child if your you know was a was a decent student, then they should go ahead and just end it at. Ended wherever that grade was at. Let let that be it. Now, if your child was you know struggling, if they was special ed or whatever situation may be, they need to go ahead and continue their learning. But if they was good to begin with, they just go ahead. Hey, have a good summer. We'll, we'll try this again in, in August. Why is you stressing? Why is you stressing me? Why is you stressing the child? Why is everybody stressing? Um, so let's just go ahead and end that. Let's just, let's just go ahead and end that. Yeah. Cause I'm not a I'm not a teacher. I didn't I didn't go to school to be a teacher. I don't know how to teach kids. Correct. My teaching of my child is gonna end up to me giving them a whooping. And see this, <laughs> that's not good, sir. It is good. It's clear that two plus two is 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 four. Don't tell me, you know what your teacher said and how to how to do it. Because uh, at the end of the day, nigga, two plus two is gonna be four. But it's the way you get the four is what, you know, is the thing now. Like, they don't, they have a certain way where they have to get the answer. In school. This is why I'm not a teacher. This is why I'm not a teacher. I didn't sign up to be a teacher. And if they're not going to be at the house teaching, actively teaching, they should just go ahead and end it. Um, <laughs> now, that <laughs> we have been able to watch a lot more TV, even though it's not – you know much on TV. I think we've been able to still delve into you know shows. I do miss sports. Um, you know, as this this is supposed to be playoff basketball time, and it's it's that's really tough. Um, but I think one thing we would have been doing, regardless, is you know watching the shows that we watch. Um, and I think it's gonna be a, a, another topic later on. But the some of the shows that we watch just basically lets me know. And gives me, um, you know, confidence and, you know, just steadfastness in our relationship. Because some of these shows are just terrible. Um, so, what are the shows that we watch? Um, uh, uh, 90 uh, Day Fiance, uh-huh. um, Married yeah. at First Sight, uh-huh. uh, what, Ready to Love? Ready to Love, uh, Love Love goals. goals, okay. <laughs> and uh, you started uh, watching we, that white, the white people show. What um, white people show? Oh, the bachelor. singing one. No, well, that's that was trash too. But Bachelor. And yeah, we started watching singing. the Bachelor singing. Yeah, that one is confusing because we didn't really even understand. Like, if y'all just met and y'all about to sing a song together, why is everybody crying about? Uh, it's confusing. Anyway, what's the one on Netflix, the one on Netflix where they in a room talking to each other? Um. Oh my gosh. Let me hold on. Let me Google it real quick. <laughs> it's something crazy, but they they in a box and then they get married. Let me see. Hold on. Well, at the end of the day, I, I, it's just the, all those type of shows just let me know that I, I can't be single right now. Because if it's if it's that hard to date, to where you got to go on one of those shows and marry somebody that you don't know, let's let's just talk about um uh, uh not. Not too hot to handle. It was the other nah, one. Right? That's the one where they love they, is blind. 
Love is blind, is it? Love is stupid. It, yeah, if, it was if, love if you go is with blind. That show. But let's stick to 90 Day Fiance just, just real quick. Um, <laughs> because I just think the whole premise of the show is stupid. And there's no possible way that you can base a marriage off meeting somebody, being with them for eight weeks, and then saying whether or not you're going to stay with them or not. Because I didn't even know how crazy my wife was until at least month three. And there's no possible way I'm going to be able to make a, a, a a strong, steadfast decision of whether or not I'm going to stay with somebody for the rest of my life in eight weeks. And then they got the audacity to have a pastor on the show, Pastor Cal with his dumb ass. No, he is not dumb. He's stupid. He no, is he dumb. Not. He ain't you know the what? one yes, who is. pick him. He's part of the process. It, it's, it's a whole panel of people that pick these people. Sometimes I feel like that the contestants on there be lying because Brandon on uh, Married at First Sight, he was crazy. He was crazy. He, he, when they did the interview with his mom and his grandmama, he was crazy then talking but to them. But my thing is, you have a so-called quote-unquote pastor on the show, and he ain't talking about nothing biblically, how you should be evenly yoked, um, you know, what 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 this person should have, what this person should have. You it, perpetuating this whole quote-unquote experiment telling these people to be together and how they should be together and how they should make marriage work ain't no way ain't, ain't no way on god's green earth that he intend for that process to work like that <laughs> the lord ain't putting them he just ain't putting nobody together like that and say hey y'all go ahead and be together live together and let that be it that's just that's just done and if you are that you know socially uh challenged and you just you 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 thirty years old, twenty eight years old, and all of a sudden you feel like you just gotta be married. Times ain't that hard. Times ain't that hard. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of like I see your point with Pastor Cal, but I do think that he make people like be accountable. He's uh, he's the only one on there that makes people be accountable. When it came to Brandon, his crazy self, uh, Katie crazy self. He made all those people be accountable for their actions. Period. Nobody else was. Everybody it took some like, random pastor to make somebody ahead. be accountable for their actions. I mean, that's probably that's, the whole reason why they can't find nobody. You twenty eight. You twenty nine. You okay. thirty. One of you them still said got that time. he don't like. He well, they ain't feel like it. They feel like that they. That's what I'm saying. That life, they wanna, it ain't that hard out there. And if it is, I'm glad I ain't got to be out there. Mm. I'm glad I ain't gotta be out there, but I'm saying if I was out there, I'm saying I don't I don't think I would need to go on the show in order to find somebody. I think I can I can I think I'm gonna be all right in these streets. No, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I ain't finna go try to find nobody off Christian Mingo. Cause see all I did was walk into DSW and you came frolicking right on behind me. So I I know it'd probably be that easy if you know, if I was back in these streets. There'd be a line of them. Okay. If you say so. You know it. I don't know that to be true, but okay. Well, at the end of the day, um, I, I, we, we, we're going to touch on these uh, these people <laughs> going on these shows. Because I want to ask some single people, like, do you feel like this is your next step to audition to be on some show, to marry some, to be with some stranger? Um, Just like if they meet a stranger at the club. They're not forcing them to be married in, in, in the next day. But sometimes the love be strong and they want to be married. That's that's their genitals throbbing to to. It ain't thriving. Yeah. Dead quick. 
absolutely. What, Especially in the club, it's gonna be thriving there cool. Absolutely, and that's, don't let it be. Good. Don't let it be good. Don't let what be good. Is that in the club? It was gonna be thriving. Right. Good? They gonna hit it after the club, but don't let it be good. Then that they gonna think that that's what the their relationship so, will be based off of. This conversation is so off topic from what the topic is. Well, it's so. So far from it, but this is what we've been doing. This is what we've been disturbing. doing during this 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 Corona quarantine shelter and home yeah, period. We have been having debates because these people are sad. But uh, they are. you can go ahead. They are sad. They said if you're out there listening can. and you feel like this is your next step, don't do it. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. They out there organically. They out there, but you can go ahead and introduce the uh, <laughs> the topic for today. Y'all, okay, so I just wanted to know how do we feel about spanking our kids? Like, who says spanking? Go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, well, whooping. If you want to say whooping or spanking, whichever one. Because, but uh, you know what, today we're going to dive deep into it because according to some of the stuff that I read, it's all abuse. So it really just don't even matter what wow. you use. Okay? But, I mean, when it comes to discipline your child, like, is spanking the right way to go? And, like, how early is too early to be spanking? And, you know, is there, like, a process that you have to go through in order for you to be like, okay, this thing right here that um, – Chase did it warrants a spanking, so he gonna get a spanking today. You know what is the thought process to this? Um, I mean, for for us, um, we do spank our kids, but we but we don't we don't do anything. (laughs) We don't do it. We don't do anything. I mean, I spank. That's a lie. That's a lie. I do spank her. Go ahead. No. Okay. Yeah, that's all you do. You 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 you'll fight her, but you won't touch. You won't touch. You won't touch Chase. Go right ahead. I fight my child. Uh, anyway, but what I'm saying is, um, we do spank our kids, and but the but the thing with us is that we don't have to spank them all the time. Like they don't have to get spankings. Our kids don't get spankings. Uh, every day of the week and stuff like that. Like. No, uh, because for the most part, they good kids. They and they really don't have time to be bad because they always busy. So, um, that's yeah. a lie. They are chasing. Uh, they <laughs> they be bad in their own right of being bad, but they don't be bad like you know. Chase ain't right here stealing out the out the school, and mm. um, you know Carson ain't right here. You know, fighting kids. So I, I think it's I think it's a lot of levels and a lot of layers when it comes to you know discipline, uh, whooping, spanking, whatever you want to call it. It's a lot of, a lot of different layers, a lot of different you know reasons as to why you do and don't do. I know for us, I, you don't you you find it hard to to discipline. Well, I ain't gonna say discipline, but you find it hard to whoop chase, but you don't find it hard. To whoop Carson, and I'm an equal opportunity ass whooper. No, you don't. You don't even whoop Carson. I'm an equal spank- opportunity ass if whooper. I Here's could the thing. I'm talking. Record Here's him. The thing. How he whooped Carson. Here's the thing. Y'all would bust out and start Well, that's laughing. the that, that's the thing. 
And that's why I said there's a lot of different layers. Oh, my God. Because when it comes to my son, who is 11, and, you know, growing up to be a young man is going to, to eventually be a, you know, a man, I think it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility to make sure he knows and is prepared for certain things, you know, as he matriculates through through life. And and I think sometimes it's it's a matter of, you know, having that deep discussion and i think sometimes it's a matter of you know some hollering and some yelling and i think sometimes that next step is to be you know forceful i, I think we're gonna touch on you know what the bible says with regards to sparing the rod and all of that but at the end of the day i, I feel like you know it's just a matter of you knowing your child and how to get your child to react or to understand the importance of what you're trying to tell them I know some people feel like you don't have to necessarily whoop them or beat them or spank them in order to get them to do that. And I think that's a long lineage and history um, that some people have that that's how a message is, you know, given when it comes to a child. Now, when I, and I say that with my son. Now, with my daughter, it's a little bit different. And you know, it may, it may, shouldn't be different. But, you know, as a father, this being my baby, this made my, my you know, my little girl, you know, to see her crying at, at the hands of another man—that's that's tough. And I don't want to say another man because that man is me, but you know, I don't want my my her. To, but I also, I don't want her to grow up to be a hoe. So therefore, that all it does. Hold on, oh my it, God, does. it does. Oh it does. It does because it's it's men with daughters. They 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 know if you don't if you don't still discipline them, they will grow up to be. In these streets, they would be these Instagram models, and they would be little hoes. And I refuse. Y'all be looking at them. Y'all. Follow. That's not what we're talking about today. That is okay. not what well, we're talking I'm about today. Is practice what you preach, but okay. I am. I'm just saying. I'm. I am definitely practicing that. I'm saying but everybody. Like I said, I'm. I'm equal opportunity because if she draw, if she goes past that line, then you know she, she gonna get a whooping, and that, this, that's because that's what I'm. I'm taught, and that's what I was taught, and that's how I grew up. So. Why you don't do that? You got your own reasons as to why you don't whoop Chase and why you you real quick to whoop your daughter. Okay, well, first of all, I'm gonna just not even address that, and I'm gonna go to the facts. <laughs> yeah, the facts. I would too if I was you, because I'm speaking real life facts in this house. You can you can see okay, you can well, speak the I'll facts of whatever doctor you don't read I on. But you go right ahead. <laughs> okay, so. Basically, from my research about spankings, um, I've definitely learned a lot. But um, there has been studies that show that, you know, actually when you spank a child too much, that their behavior, it worsens. It doesn't really even change as far as getting better or anything like that. And then the American Association, I mean, the American uh, Pediatrics Association, um, they say that spanking kids actually makes them a little bit more aggressive and so it could also raise mental okay. health issues it's not okay aggression is they okay sometimes but, Go ahead. but they will use that aggression in return for conflict resolution and that that is not what they need to go to they need to be able to mm. articulate their point versus picking up a book and slapping somebody else hit a child in why the head would we with. go there because that's aggression I'm, that's that's 
that's aggression. You that's can be aggr- you like. can be aggressive without being physical. But why you gotta be aggressive if you just have the disagreement? You can be there's there's positive ways to be to be aggressive. I don't think you should be aggressive when you're speaking to someone. Assertive is totally different from aggression. If you got aggression when you're talking to me, I'm gonna call the police on you. Oh. If you're <laughs> assertive while talking to me. Then we can go ahead and, and take it toe to toe. Cause I mean, I, I like to debate. So that's fine. But um also, um spankings are they lack the effectiveness to self regulate. So the whole reason why you are disciplining your child and you're trying to rear them up the right way in certain situations is because you want them to gain that self-regulation you want them to be able to sit there be quiet follow directions do what they're told you know all this and that well when you spank them it doesn't it doesn't help them self-regulate themselves it doesn't help them do that it doesn't help them say well if i don't sit there and be quiet then the last time my daddy told me to be quiet he whooped me so if I start talking now, he may whoop me again. And I didn't like how that whooping felt. So maybe I should be quiet. No, it does not. Because um, as, as fast as you gave them the whooping, after they gather their emotions, children, that's they have forgotten all about, you know, why exactly they got in trouble. And so I also read an opinion piece by uh, Stacey Patton. And she explained how... In the West African cultures, children aren't, they aren't spanked. They are also like in Stacey their, don't know. Stacey ain't Stacey, been in the West Africa. Let me tell you something. First of all, Stacey, yes, she is. She has a PhD in African-American studies and African studies. So she is a bad bitch in her own right, and she does know. So anyway. Um, I know a nigga named no Stacey F- right now. He ain't did shit with his life. Okay, so, so. this is a woman named Stacy. First of all, so anyway, um, she stated that there is no evidence that physical punishment on children in West African cultures, you know, um, exists, and so she believes that this is more of a European thing because Europeans they. Uh, feel as though when kids are when children babies are born they're born into sin so they're already born wicked so anytime they do anything that is not of whatever it is that you want them to do they should be beaten and so she made a correlation (laughs) don't laugh because it literally makes sense um she made a correlation with how this brutality cascaded down into slavery colonialism and uh, religious indoctrination and so when you kind of just take a step back and you think about it it really does kind of make sense because I mean Europeans ruled you know Africans when they came over here by beating them beating them all the time just, just beating them and so you know, when I read all these articles and I started just to do my research, I was like, you know what? I mean, I could kind of see how, you know, from generations you have, you know, these beatings that the white people beat the slaves. And now the slaves, 
in return took that is like, okay, in order for me to control my child, in order for me to make sure that my child do the right thing, you know, I got to use this tactic of discipline in order for them to do. So right. we are comparing disciplined children to slavery. Is that what we're doing? No, what she's saying. She's, to being held no, she not. in bondage in order to not be <sighs> free and, the and do your own thing. Okay, it's, what she's ahead. saying is if Africans had no evidence of beating their children, whooping their children, spanking their children in their culture, if they had no evidence of doing that, then you have all these African-Americans just out the blue, they ran here beating their kids. She's painted the picture of, okay, where can I find that it made the connection? And that is just her opinion on where the connection is. Mm. It came from slavery. Okay? So that's that's her that's her take on it. But you know, um so anyway. So did we just misinterpret the Bible? Well, is that, is that, that did, yes. did Stacy so, did, did speak on that? She does. So what she also says is that, yes, she did. And she also, um, you know, just want you guys to know that the popular verse about sparing a rod has been taken completely out of context. And that in the New Testament, Jesus does not tell parents to use corporal punishment to rear their children. The argument, the argument is that discipline, <clears throat> the definition for discipline is actually teaching, training, setting an example of proper be behavior and giving consequences to help the child learn how to behave. So yes. she also feels as though the sparing the rod, spoil the child scenario um, was taken out of context as a um, way to control slaves. And so, <clears throat> you know, I just feel that with all of this information that I was really not able to find any articles that backed up that whooping your kids is positive. Why would, why, who would have articles out there um, saying that it's positive? Well, no, if of there, course you're not gonna find so no articles about it. We got I got real did. life we got real life um testimonies and real life examples out here in these streets. But it's some people who beat their kids ass and they they kids still bad. That's because they're doing it in the wrong way. Okay. That's because they're only all, all they're doing is abusing their children. They're not in invoking or instilling anything in them as well to but go how, along to go along with it how does because the, somebody in instill it in there so from my understanding any, any time that i've got a whooping and i'm pretty sure it's p plenty of people that can t testify to it as well if you got a whooping without a lecture or without instruction or without some type of reprimand then that that there is just child abuse that's just you just beating it because you're frustrated as a parent but if if your if the the whooping doesn't have a purpose, then it, it's it's not going to come on purposeful whooping. Come <laughs> it, on, it, it, whooping it's not, there, there'll be no benefit in it. So it it has to have a purpose, and it's really to basically remind or you know instill whatever it is that you're trying to say, because they be trying me. They they try they try us Who as parents, they? children. They try us. They. 
especially if they're smart enough to know right from wrong and that the consequence of taking some type of tangible object from them doesn't help taking time their time away from them doesn't help just by you know fussing and hollering and you know preaching and doing all of this verbal stuff that doesn't help you use the whooping as a tool as a reminder of what you should and should not be doing now you know everybody's you know past and how they were brought up were different some people were you know whooped by everybody in their family big mama the aunties uncles mamas daddies teachers whoever some people were only whooped by their they parents so forth and so on some people only whooped by hand some people only whooped by belt some people were by hand belt um extension cord um, hangers house um, shoes billy clubs baseball bats that's um that's murder that's um that is assault with a deadly weapon there but those things those type of things happen so i feel like though i of course i didn't like getting a whooping when i was younger but i remember how my whoopings went and i remembered you know was it child abuse i don't i don't think it was i mean at the time i was but now being older i don't think it was child abuse because i can remember if i was about to do something or being scared to do something and doing the right thing because i didn't want to get a whooping and do I think that just by having a, a stern discussion with my daddy was going to stop that? Probably not. I think I was more so scared of getting a whooping and the consequences, uh, you know, to not do something wrong and get a whooping. And I think that's what I have when it comes to Carson is because anytime she's doing wrong and she sees me get to the point to where I've talked to her, I've talked to her, I've talked to her, and now it's led to the next step of she getting a whooping. When she gets sad, when she gets upset, what stops me is because now I see it on her face that she's disappointed me. And I think when she feels like she's disappointed me as her father, I think, you know, that that stops me from wanting to give her a whooping sometimes because one, I'm I'm not a monster. You know, I don't you know, I'm not just some asshole around here. When I see my baby crying, that that, that does something to me. But at the end of the day, I got to make sure she is, you know, disciplined. And I think if we had that, you know, relationship to where she don't want disappointment, then she'll, you know, do the right things. But unfortunately, you know, it may not, that, that may not always be the case. So I think to embrace that, I, I think whoopings are, you know, but necessary. It's, so I also found out that whoopings is like an American thing. It's not. Well, that's where I live. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. So there are millions and millions and millions of people on this earth. So we are the only culture that like kind of embraces whooping. Like we, we whoop our kids in America, like black. Well, black people whoop their kids more. Uh, but in America, we whoop our kids. So when you looking at <clears throat> when they kind of like did a comparison to like you know more of uh hispanics and um people of other ethnicities it's like we just were at the top with it so that's why i feel like that her bringing 
her kind of making the point of where she feels like this was kind of indoctrinated in our culture, in the black culture. It came from there. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's startling to me um, that between 2006 and 2015, 3,600 black children died from whoopings. Like, and at that point, I'm thinking that some people aren't knowing the difference between what, you know, what you just explained, which is like a whooping slash spanking to downright beating your kid. Right. Like because that, I think all those situations like, were not rooted in love at all. There was no love in that, that, that situation, in that relationship, in that family, in that household, in that adult that beat that child to where they weren't able to live anymore. There there was no love. There was no purpose in that. I think I, it had there if you're gonna do it, there has to be a purpose behind it and it has to be consistent and it has to be understood. I don't think it should cross the line of 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 harming them physically, but I think it's 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 too, you know, basically back up whatever you you know, back up whatever you're saying when you provide the message and make sure you're providing a positive message to um, that child to correct their actions. And I think there's a, a lot of different ways to correct actions, whether that be, you know, you know, punishment, um, as my Caucasian brethren would say, you know, timeouts. Um, I don't think we believe in timeouts in, I mean, in this we household. Do, do. Or, we did timeout for Carson when she was little. Little, little, and Chase too. We were like, okay, so you gonna get in timeout? No, nobody. I don't think the words timeout was said. It was get your ass in your room or go to your room and and, and sit there till I say come out. Well, Carson wasn't doing this. She, we had to make her sit down in her chair and we faced it to the wall and told her she was gonna be in timeout. Mm, probably did that one time. I don't know. I mean, so what I, other alternatives? I, okay. are, so if you're saying that you 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 have a change of heart about whooping, I don't think. You, I mean, I don't, my thing I is, I can't remember okay. the last time you whooped. You know, our okay, kids I'll anyway. So I don't know if you had a change of heart. I just don't, don't think you were doing it to begin with. So what are what are the, the alternatives? Issue. This is the issue. Okay, I don't I don't really think. My thing is that when my kids make me so mad, like I can't even whoop them because I get I get flooded with disappointment. Well, that's and good because you're not you're not supposed to do it in, in anger, so you shouldn't be angry. And <laughs> I'm for real, you shouldn't you shouldn't be angry and disciplined because I understand because that. then so you it's I'm coming saying. from a different place. It ain't coming from love. I mean, love, well, I so. don't feel like, but that's the thing. Who the hell sits up here and be like, okay, the teacher didn't call me. They so and so didn't act the fool. Okay, I'm hot at work, but by the time I get off work and I see them, I don't still have it. In my heart to be like, oh, I'm finna get him a whooping. No, I'm finna talk to them about the situation. You don't care I as much. Like, as you don't care. I, I feel care. like that you can reason. There is, I guess, that's my issue. That like once I think about the situation, I assess the situation. There is so much room for reason that I just feel like I shouldn't have to whoop them. Now, when I do spank Carson, it's on some other type stuff like. What? Yeah, it's on something different, and it's not even a real spanking. I don't whoop Carson till she like hollering and Ooh. like. Ah. My child so you don't. Is just so dramatic. you don't reach back. No. Man, at one time. I ain't reach back yeah, and hit that girl. Um, I was. I I got scared <laughs> because 
the way she flew from one side of the room to the other when you hit her, I was nervous. I was, I wow. was scared. Wow, um, y'all, whatever. Like, I ain't never seen you. Carson um, is. St- a I think she was only like three. <laughs> and, and when she when she like took that, you know, sometimes when you get you know when kids get whooped, they got that pause in between that cry. This was like a double pause, and I, I this that that is what got me scared. It was like. <laughs> You lie. <laughs> you lie. It was. It was that. It was that in between oh that. <laughs> that that long pause. It, it was. I was like, I had never seen. And you have. You were so mad, and you just was. What was angry. I mad about? What was I angry about? Whatever that? she did, whatever she said. I think she. I think she reached back and maybe tried to. I think she. Uh, like flinched at you, or like act like she was about to hit you or something. And that. 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 You made sure she Y'all, didn't do it again. I do not remember God. that. But anyway, like I said, God, um, I was nervous. when I do like, you know, spank Carson here or there, it's on some mama daughter type stuff. Like Carson is extremely sassy. She says stuff that's very inappropriate that is not becoming of a young lady. And I have probably asked her five or six times not to say that. All right. Do that. So here, boom. And so, so with that being said, so she will do it. She'll do it to me. And then, you know, I got to let her okay. know. Like, so let me ask you this. You so that. Carson is five. Chase is 11. When is the last time you whoop Chase? Go. Probably when he was like six. Yeah, like Mm-mm. five or six. All right. So back to my point. I feel like I have a certain responsibility when it comes to Chase to where I feel like but it's Chase my job as a man, as a man to discipline my son. Y'all got so do you Chase. feel so are you telling me you feel the same way when it comes to your daughter, which is why you don't discipline Chase the to same way you discipline Carson extent, to a certain extent because Chase and Carson's temperament, personality, everything is totally different. It, it's so different. They are not the same. Like they both have a very like fun, jokative side. They both like to have fun, that type of stuff. But when you get down to like who they actually are, they are two polar opposites. Carson is way more outgoing. She's way she's loud. She's so uh, sure of herself. She is a leader she is just everything that you can think of uh, a little sassy girl being and chase is way more mellow he's more to himself he is uh, very sensitive he is um you know he he's not all out there you know he's very reserved he's more on the quiet side and so with his temperament, you can talk to a person like that. You can reason with a person like that. But with the the daredevil that we have, the one that will try to do stuff, it's, it's totally different. That's but, your opinion. But also, we both can agree and say that we don't have to whoop them often. Don't, they don't get whoopings like that. Chase probably ain't had a whooping since. Last year, and then he probably got one. He probably get one whooping a year, honestly. Oh uh, no, it was it was definitely this semester he got got one. Not in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not from January to May. Well, and I, and I think I think a lot of time. Well, first of all, let me just go back to say, um, you can't 
you can't pick sides. I, you you I think you got to be the same way with both of them. Yes, they may have different personality traits, but ass whoopings are equal opportunity, and they they should be because what's gonna happen is one gonna see how you treat the other one, and then they gonna start thinking one has favoritism over the other one. So. You, you, it has to be equal opportunity. That's I just that's just my opinion. Part for us to even have I, I I don't think that at all. She just going to the first grade. He finna go to middle school. It's gonna be a lot of shit that he gonna be getting his ass. You know, we gonna be in his ass about a lot more shit than we are Carson. Let's just get real, like for real. He he finna be embarking on something totally different from her. You know, adding two digits. Well, at the end of the day, I just feel like, you know, it, it, it needs to be, if you're going to discipline the child, whether that be punishment, taking stuff away, whatever the situation may be, whether it be whooping them, any of that, I think it, it needs to be rooted in love. It, it has to be a purpose behind it. It can't just be one way and not the other. Um, it, it has to be communication behind it. I don't feel like, you know, it's always necessary. I also don't like doing it in public. I'd rather that be something that we handle in-house. I think that's one thing I didn't like when I was younger. I don't think, well, I know that my mama didn't care where I was at. Um, and if she felt like I needed a whooping, I was going to get a whooping right then and there. Whether that be, you know, See, a whooping on my butt or a backhand, you know, <laughs> to, to, to the back of my head. And, but and that's also a a generational thing, like like you know you you talked about that briefly. So mm-hmm. you know that could have been how her mama did her and uh, how my my grandmother did uh, my dad. Um, so it's a generational thing. Um, I think now in society, you know, with phones and people not minding their business, you do that in front of the wrong person. Yeah, police would be up at Kroger. I'm you calling. know what I'm saying? I'm calling. If I see somebody, <laughs> if I see somebody going ham on their child, oh, I'm calling. I ain't gonna even lie. Now, if he getting a, like a little spanking, then no, because you know sometimes when you have those toddlers that are acting a fool in Walmart, um, you gotta get them legs. You gotta get them little fat, little juicy legs. You gotta get them, and then you know that calms them down a little bit. But, so you're uh, saying some sort of violence calms them down? Okay. No, this is. What I, I'm I just saying. want you to be on the same okay, page. This is the thing. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm in between because I understand now how somewhere. how whoopings can, you know, be beneficial, but I also see how whoopings really, on the flip side, it, they it's really no pros to to whooping. Well, I, I mean, say it like this: if you don't start it early, you can't do it late. Right, and, and so if you, if and if you do start it, you gotta be you gotta be consistent with it. You gotta be consistent with How it. How you gonna whoop a thirteen year old that ain't never had a whooping before? And they gonna call would, the people on you because if you they weren't think doing that any that's type of dis- if you weren't doing any type of discipline prior to that, you got you, you might well just go ahead and get the police and counselors, um, you know, therapists involved because you you already missed. I think you already missed the, the the boat when it came to you know being able to connect and and reach your child. So uh, through the whooping process, through the through the whooping or the di- discipline process. So you know the whole th- this whole thing is about discipline. 
you know, in some way, shape, or form. The whole thing is about discipline. So whether that's you gonna be giving stern talking tos and and preachings and <laughs> and praying over your child consistently and all that. With a, with a, with a strong. Yes, yeah, there's nothing to. wrong with pointing your finger hard. Um, but you know, <laughs> it'll I, get the point across. I I just feel like to reinforce what you're saying, I, it has to be something else behind just words. And I think we don't just always whoop our children. This may sound like we, you know, I, we. I know we not no sorry parents, but we be. I be too tired. I, if I if I'm up at four o'clock in the morning to get the day started, and we don't get home till ten o'clock, and I got to deal with what you didn't do at school or what you did wrong at school, it's like, bro, I don't. I really don't feel like whooping you right now. To be honest with you, I'm gonna talk to you, and I'm gonna tell. You, I'm gonna let you know how mad and disappointed I am. But uh, you know. But now, if I got the energy, it's it's up. Well, it's it's up. I'm, issue, I'm, I'm gonna chase you around this room. You finna you finna you finna get these licks. No, but also it gives you the opportunity too. Like I feel like it Decompress. has to be a balance. No, it needs to be a balance about like with the discipline. You have to make sure that your kids are understanding. Like they have to be accountable for their um, actions. Um, they're they're ultimately responsible for consequences like you can have good consequences or you can have bad consequences it's all on you now there also has to be some grace with your children when they come to you and you ask them like hey did you do so and so so and so your teacher called me and they say well yeah I mean, there should be some grace given in having a being accountable for your actions. And then at that point, you can talk to them and say, hey, yeah, you know, you should have did this this way. You know, next time you want to approach this situation this way, because we also have to understand that these are individuals that are just now learning. I mean, there isn't really a handbook to parenting and you just have to guide them the right way. Um, so I think you have to also just kind of keep that in mind that they are, this is a whole new learning process for them too. Like they are soaking in so much information from peers, from us, from outside influences. So that's why, you know, you have to give them more chances and let, if you are going to whoop them, I feel like that should be your last resort sometimes because, you know, we make state we make mistakes all the time like we we still make mistakes we ain't mistake proof so you know you just gotta gotta help them out a little bit well my my final thought on this i i feel like i feel like the the history and the the act of whoopings i think that should continue um, I, I really feel like that is a you know a generational tool for parents. Wow. Um, I, I I feel like it should continue. That's a tool. Absolutely, it's definitely a, a tool. It's definitely a tool to assist to assist with with parenting. Um, I, I know that. But you also gotta respect the fact that some parents that don't they don't whoop their kids and they ain't about to whoop their kids. Well, that's fine. I'm not forcing nobody to you know. However, you choose to raise your children. It's how you choose to raise your children. Now, whether I see them on the news, um, the night news, um, you know, somebody's mugshot behind it, that you know, that's that's it. to let it be determined. I hope that's not the case. They, but, you know, if, if that's what it is, then I'm going to say, oh, he didn't get his ass whooped when he was little. And that's his mom and them fault. 
Um, that also could mean that they had a child that didn't need a whooping because they were so well behaved. So they didn't need no whooping. They want they want they want that well behaved because they're they're now doing five to ten. Anyway, 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 I I just feel like the 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 history and the the pastime of of whooping ass should continue. Um, but I will say that you know we now live in a different day and age, and you know things are different. I think the what I would like to see change from what you know my parents and their parents and you know those generations the ignorance of uh whooping i think it needs to be a purpose i need to be it needs to be rooted in love and i think the ignorance when it comes to um you know spatulas and hot wheels tracks and um vacuum cleaner cords and uh things of that nature you don't need to whoop i don't think you should whoop kids with that type of stuff i think that type of stuff should be removed um you know but uh, as far as me, I'm I'm going to continue um, the ass whooping tradition um, in my household. Well, I mean, we'll see. We we have to go to the table and just talk about We're it. We're here, and the table's closed. I mean, the, t- <laughs> the table's not closed. The table's closed. Man, okay. Well, this is what I'll be practicing with my children. Um, <laughs> so, I found some alternatives, and some of them are kind of funny. So, um, instead of whooping your child, you probably should try to, you know, um, take a time out. <laughs> you need to take a time out. As the adult, you need to step back and assess the situation. Calm yourself down. Also, make your child calm themselves down. And you guys then come back together to discuss, you know, what was the issue and then you give them a consequence. Another thing that could be helpful is taking away privileges. Um, I am a big fan of taking away cell phone, uh, no Fortnite privileges. Um, I don't care if you go to basketball practice. I, I don't care. I, I'm a big firm believer that I feel like if you take something away from them that they really and truly like and love, uh, that makes them a little bit more motivated to do what's right um and you also have to kind of be able to kind of ignore certain things that children do so if it's a mild misbehavior you might just want to ignore it because sometimes they're doing it for attention you know they are doing it because they're just being silly at the moment you know hey let's just be honest they're at school all day we're at work all day that this is their time to decompress and they may just be being silly. So you might just have to just let them do their thing and just ignore them. Um, another good way to kind of direct better behavior is to praise them for their good behavior. So anytime they do anything good, you want to overly praise them. You want to reward them because you want them to see like, hey, this is what I want to see you do. I want to see you do these awesome things. I don't want you misbehaving. So uh, that's great. And then they also have a technique called cap growl. That's cap. So cap growl is used for toddlers. So what you need to do is if you have a little person that is um, what, well, the article called them nonverbal um, or a limited, <laughs> limited uh, communication, verbal communication skills. You want to be very firm with them when you're talking to them, but use as 
the least amount of words that you can use. And you want to also point your finger at them. So you want to tell them, for example, you want to say, Sally, no. And after you say no, you're supposed to say, mm. Hell no. Yes, because they are. Because, growling. Yes. No, sir. Yeah, no, damn. We ain't, we ain't raising a pit bull. <laughs> Not a pit bull. Yeah, that's but what you. A, but they, but the example that they gave is that no it, little Javante. <laughs> because it's caveman like because they have and no. That's where I say no again. Caveman, we we got ten toes and fingers and whatnot. Caveman had the same thing too. No little Jamarian. Yeah. So you want to do that, and you want to stare them in the eye. Continue to point your finger. Walk away, then turn around quickly and do it again. And they get that. So, I don't know. I mean, that. I I don't know if I would be using that technique. I mean, for us, um, we're a very, we're a firm believer of talking to babies like they're humans. Like, regular Because they're not humans, yes. No, but I'm just saying, you know, a lot of people like, okay, well, I'll say this. We reframe from baby talk we don't we don't do that to our kids we never done that so um from when they come straight out the womb we'd be like okay whatever the kid name is um i'm about to change your diaper so and so you about to eat oh we talk to them we read to them and what i have found out is that like my child or my children they started talking way early way 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 early and when they were to one like two and three years old um you can you could hear them very well their diction was on point pronunciation was on point um they were able to articulate themselves and you know i could just tell you what's up you know so uh i think if you talk to them like like a regular person they'll pick up on it i mean you don't have to pick up your house shoe and like hit them or anything but uh you most definitely can just still talk to them like you know like a regular person that's what i think well i'm glad we have a balance you know you're gonna be growling at them and i'm gonna be you know talking and whooping them so at least we have a balance (laughs) since you're gonna be growling at the baby and growling at our 11 and 5 year old when they mess up uh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, because I feel like that's the thing. I think that's the best thing when you are parenting is to have a balance, even if you're a single parent. Like, you know, you don't have to always go to whooping uh, route. You can, you know, maybe come up with levels. Be like, okay, I'm at a level one. Level one means you got a verbal warning. Who are okay? you? Who level are you? Two, this these She's articles talking about growling artic- and giving kids levels. <laughs> but these articles like really open my eyes. I'm, I'm eye. at level two. Don't if I get to level three, it's not gonna be good for you. Who no are dessert. You? No dessert after dinner. No treat. It's carcinogenic. Can I get a treat? So yeah, it'll be no treat. I mean, those are good tactics. All right. That's cool. I mean, whatever. That's fine. I mean, whatever y'all decide to do with y'all kids, I support it. So, I want you to most definitely um, send your listener letters to my last nerve podcast show at gmail.com. Let us know 
how you feel about the show. Ask us a question, and we will be reading those letters on our next episode. Oh yeah, and please make sure you follow us um, at My Last Nerve Podcast on Instagram and Facebook at My Last Nerve Podcast. Uh, appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, if you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe um, on your favorite podcast um, service. Um, you know, and I just want to leave y'all with this. Um, uh, please continue to you know be courteous and look out for people. Um, you know, some people are, you know, a lot more nervous about the times and being, you know, around people as, you know, people kind of get back to norm. Um, just be courteous, um, you know, be nice and, you know, you know, show, you know, good faith in man and all that stuff. And, um, also shut your mouth. Um, you know, with everything going on social media, you always ain't got to be the one to say something. And even when it comes to your friends, you know. Learn how to just be quiet sometimes, you know. Just just shut up. Just shut up. You don't have to say something all the time. You ain't got to be the one to say something. So. Say something negative or say something positive or just say something at all. You know, period. At, at all. Because some people feel like, you know, just because they're not saying nothing negative, they got to say something positive even though they're lying. Like, you, she looks terrible in that, but you you like, oh, you look good, girl. No, she don't. Just be quiet. You ain't got to say nothing. Some people want to hide. You ain't got to say nothing. You don't have to say hype. nothing because that just leads to further and further ignorance. Okay, well, if y'all want to hype me up, I'm all ready for hype. So if I'm looking ugly, still tell me I'm cute. And everybody now, nigga out here that want to hype, she be hyping you up. And no Aisha Curry shit going on over here. That's, that's my job. Or it could be ladies. All right, that's a, <laughs> another day, another topic. I appreciate y'all listening. Y'all be blessed. Y'all have a good one. All right. Bye. Hey, you can keep up with everything My Last Nerve Podcast by following on Instagram at My Last Nerve Podcast and on Facebook at My Last Nerve Podcast Show. All listener letters can be sent to My Last Nerve Podcast at gmail.com. That's my last nerve podcast at gmail.com.